Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Sans Pants Radio. It's indie time, motherfuckers. Hello and welcome to another episode of All the Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Jonathan Valenzuela. And every week me and John hang out and talk about all the indie games we've played in the last week. Yeah, and it's like it's been a big week for indie games. Yeah, I mean, I'm still oh, like I have like a, a stockpile of yeah. ones in my back catalog I'm trying to get through. It almost uh, it, it almost it's difficult going like cuz previously when we did two hour long episodes it was just like clear everything yeah, out totally, but now yeah. it's just like what do i want to talk about because i've got like <laughs> seven and i can do three maybe so the main game i want to talk about today is uh, a game i mean i know we always talk about devolver games i think we're going to talk about three today <laughs> <laughs> um but uh they recently republished an old from software joint uh yeah. a hilarious game called metal wolf chaos xd so i'll be talking about that later in the episode and uh it's something that john and i have talked about doing um, a special on in the future, but uh, until then, because who knows how long until we actually get yeah. together to play maybe, games. Maybe 10 years from now. When... Uh, I've been playing a bunch. I've had friends over uh, randomly and have been, managed to play, well, friends over to record other podcasts or sure. uh, doing other things like that. Um, and I've managed to squeeze in a, few, a bit of time with some co op, uh, couch co op games or co- uh, cooperative, competitive games, couch competitive, whatever. Okay. I've, I've been playing some two player, three player, four player Whoa. games on my couch, uh, and I want to talk about those. Cool. Was there? Did you have? A, was there one other? No. That's um, it. That's, that's it for it. me. I've got um, this week. I'm talking about my Devolver game. Is a new mobile game they just released called Witch Eye. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm also going to talk about. It's a mobile week for me. There's another mobile game I've been playing called Pixel Dungeon. Yep. And finally, the uh, the new game from who was this by Armor Games? Uh, Massive Monster. That's it. Uh, called Never Give Up. That I actually oh, cool. had a taste of when we were in PAX. Yeah, they're, they're the guys that uh, made the, the Adventure Pals, which is a game that I, yeah. I loved last year. That's right. Yeah, that's. I was trying to remember. I'm like, they, they did something that's really, that's not you know we know about. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Never give up. Just came out. So, um, Metal Wolf Chaos is a third person shooter um, in which you play the president of the United States 
um, inside of a mech. Yeah. Um, it was released in Japan only as an Xbox exclusive in 2004. Uh, it was developed by From Software, who at that point were kind of best known for the Armored Core series. Sure. But now obviously are best known for Dark Souls and um, Bloodborne and Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro Shadow Sekiro, yeah, yeah. twice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hilarious to think that you know, the go-to game when you want to describe a hard game, uh, the same developers made this insanely stupid oh, yeah. game that, like, I mean, th- everything about this game is so funny to me because it was, like, everyone knows that the Xbox tanked in Japan. Yeah. Um, didn't sell very well. And so one of their, you know, I guess one of their ideas to kind of help make it, help it sell in Japan was get some Japanese devs to make some games exclusively for it. Sure. And this is one of them. Um, I don't know how well it sold. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, presumably it got cult status enough for Devolver to organize a re-release. So there's like a, a rebel uprising in America by the, led by the vice president. And so uh, in order to take the country back, you, the president, um, guided by your secretary, uh, get inside of a, a huge mech that has two weapons either side of its arm, like one on each arm, and uh, you can swap between... Like apparently there's over a hundred weapons that you can swap between. You can have four on each arm um, at any given time that you then yeah. tag between in each game. So like one will be like a shotgun. The other will be like a, you know, assault rifle or a grenade launcher or uh, like a sniper rifle. And uh, yeah, the opening, the opening level is you bursting out of the white house and yelling, let's party. <laughs> Um, and then you gun down a bunch of like American soldiers <laughs> who have come to take you out. Um, and then a, uh, a statue at the front of the White House uh, lifts up and you go beneath the White House in a secret bunker and um, you have to shoot your way onto Air Force One. Hell yeah. Uh, and then you jump out of Air Force One into San Francisco <laughs> and you have to... Presumably you've been on Air Force One for a while at this point. No, 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 that's... no. Like immediately, that's again, that's the beginning of... The... Oh, I was in like... You fly across country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and okay. then you just drop, drop out. It is it is so silly. It's so fun. And I actually reckon the gameplay, like it looks... It's very, very... like Even though they've, they've upraised it for HD, it's very like the most polygonal. Yeah, is this era 90s, Xbox... Sure. Xbox game, it's 2004, so, so it's right, like, yeah, okay. like late in that in era, but it still is like, you know, it's an ugly era oh, of course. Um, aesthetically. But there is a, there's a charm to it, I guess, and, yeah. and it's not something that I feel like, you know, we, we, we love pixel art and pixel art is so celebrated, but like, you know. It still is. If you go back, people, people still go back and play like Final Fantasy VII, and that's a polygonal game. Mm. And it's, it's, it is rare to be like, like celebrating something from this era where games were kind of ugly you know yeah um this game is it's so stupid but the gameplay is so fun Mm. and uh and it's actually pretty difficult like you you have to like you run out of ammo pretty fast if you just like put your fingers on both on both triggers and just shooting the hell out of everyone in your sights yeah um you have to take out helicopters you have to take out like bases that are sending rockets at you um and it's and if you're not paying attention uh, while you're swinging between between weapons, it's pretty easy to to lose energy cells and eventually die. Sure. Um, but uh, the cutscenes and the little bits of dialogue that you get as you play are so ridiculous. I'm the president of the United States of America. Yeah, if you want to over you, and over. Again. If you want a taste of it, um, video game donkey. Uh, I watched. I watched that video. Put like six minutes of him playing it yeah. up on his YouTube. It looks just batshit insane. It, it's one of those things where I'm like. Oh yeah, 
there's a certain view of America that Japan has. Mm. Like, and this is very much kind like, of... Yeah, I guess like the best known weird Japanese take on America is um, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Um, and this is like, yeah, a, a, another much more extreme take on, yeah. on an American action movie it's, in it's, which the president gets in a mech and just shoots down thousands upon thousands <laughs> of people while taking out many well-known American monuments with thousands, him. Thousands upon thousands of American soldiers. Like, yeah. That's the crazy thing about it. So it's not even, are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president? It's, are you a bad enough dude to be the president? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's been theoried that, like, because of the, like, themes of terrorism and, and like, I guess the monu- like, well-known monuments yeah. being destroyed, that's the reason that it wasn't released in America in a post-9-11 society. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Devolver Digital have brought it to uh, PC and PlayStation 4. I'm not sure if it's on Xbox and Xbox One I too. Gonna, I was going to say it's a bit of a slap in the face. Oh, if it was true. originally released for Xbox, and they're like, "You don't get the remake." <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's all the original English voice acting from the era. I thought it, I thought because it was a Japanese game that they'd re-record it as like shittily as possible. Yeah, but no, it's like the original. Oh, yeah, that, it's nice. it's great. It's so silly. Um, like, what did you What did you play on? On PS4. Okay. Yeah. I'm like I've 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 done like six or seven cities. I don't know how many cities they right. roll up, but like the missions will take you between like six ten minutes, and uh, it's just goofy fun. Yeah, uh, I, I I love re- returning to like this era of gaming for like especially third person kind of action games. Yeah, yeah, and this is just a, a joy to play, um, and very different to everything else I play <laughs> at the moment. Like you thought last week when I was saying that uh, Hotline Miami was a nice break from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Sure. My God, this is a, such an amazing holiday <laughs> from that game. <laughs> so yeah, big, uh, very much enjoying this one. Is it coming to Switch? Is it- no, I don't know why, but yeah, not, it's not coming to Switch. It would look, it would, it would be, it would be a really fun game on Switch, especially with um, you know, the two split Joy-Con on your hand representing the different. Um, yeah, the two weapons. sides of the things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true, actually. Huh, okay. Well, hopefully one day. Yeah. Devolver are normally so good. I guess Whatever, I give, guess they, give... they served up Hotline Miami last week, so they are, uh, yeah, they're like, we've, we've handled Switch for the moment. So they, they announced that it was coming to Switch, but it was a, a mistake on Famitsu's um, behalf. Oh, f- f- God damn it. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Um, Metal Wolf Chaos XD. Put the PS4 away, everybody. Get out your phones. It's time for John's phone corner. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Harris Whittles. Um, oh, yeah, shit. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So the first one, speaking of Devolver, let's dive right back into Devolver. They released a um, they released a mobile game over the last couple of weeks called Witch Eye. Uh, <clears throat> now, Witch Eye is ostensibly a platformer, but kind of not really. So you... At the beginning of the game, a, a, like a king tells his main knight, like go and steal the witch's treasure. Then it like cuts to the witch's house, and she like is in the witch, right? Not the witcher. Yeah, the witch. Yeah, go, <laughs> the witch go, is in this. Sorry, game. go steal the witches, as in like W I T C H apostrophe S. Go steal the witch's treasure. And then cut to the cuts to the witch's house, and she's like she turns and opens a chest and starts throwing ingredients into a cauldron. And meanwhile, like the knight has snuck up and opened a sack beneath this cascade of ingredients. And after the ingredients, it's just gems. She's throwing heaps of gems in. He, uh, meanwhile, her like pet bat is trying to warn her something bad's happening. He then runs off when you realize what's happened. And then this is where things get interesting. You turn into an eyeball. And so the gameplay is you kind of have to make your way left to right through these levels. But 
instead of running and jumping, you're swiping. So you swipe to move in a direction. Right. You can tap to stop, then swipe in another direction kind of thing. You you attack enemies by like swiping and bouncing into them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like... Reminds me a little of, of Dandar on the mobile just because of the swiping thing. Yeah, right, sure. But... Yeah, th- th- those are the only two games that you could swipe on your phone. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's nice. It's bright. It's colorful. Um, it, it starts off fairly easy, and then the difficulty kind of ramps up. Like, I kind of just made it through the first boss battle. Um, yeah, right. So, and, and is it like a... Do you know how many levels? Is it, it's like, it's a... I'm up to, like, the second world, and there's about five to six levels per world. Yeah, so right. I so, think... it's like, like a proper platform. Yeah. Yeah, cool. full-on proper game. Um it's it's something that I think like I I'm not inclined to sit down and play it, um, like for an hour or so maybe because it's on mobile, mm-hmm. um, which is a platform that really lends itself to kind of like five minutes of quick play. Um, but it's something that I know I'm going to be like returning back to over and over again. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, graphics look great too. Yeah, like, like gorgeous, real- like uh, almost looks like a Shantae game. Yeah, yeah, really great pixel art. Yeah, good shit. Co-op, or do you, should I knock out? Not keep knocking out. This, this it's a phone call. On a Let's baby. get okay. So the other one is this game called. Oh, hold on. Um, uh, which I was developed by Moonkid. Okay. Uh, released by or published by Devolver. It's on Android and um, iPhone. Yes. Uh, the other one is called Pixel Dungeon. <clears throat> this is just something I picked up on a whim. Um, it is. A it is a roguelike a roguelike. So roguelite is where some things are the same and then elements of it are procedurally generated, and a roguelike is where everything's procedurally generated, right? I feel like we dealt with this in one of our recent No, I don't think that, I I don't know. So anyway. So Pixel Dungeon is it is a dungeon crawler where um you are a little pixel character roaming through this dungeon. You, as you explore, you find like coins and potions and stuff. You attack enemies. The whole idea is to keep making your way down and down and down into this dungeon. Uh, it is very simple. It's got RPG elements to it, but you don't like you level up over time. But your stats don't level up. You just you get more health, kind of thing. And it's easier for you to dodge and whatnot. Uh, <clears throat> the thing I love about this is it is perfect for just five minutes of play. It is like you, I, I will. I've quested down into this dungeon numerous times, died and just gone, cool, started up again. Like it's very great at just that kind of, you know, not getting burned out on it, replayability, like cool, maybe this time I'll go deeper, et cetera, et cetera. Like I've, I've made it down. I think yesterday I made it past like the ninth level of the dungeon for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so success, success is rare, but it's great when it happens. You kind of like, you get into the swing of things. It really comes down to the luck of the procedural generation as to whether you get certain items that really help you along your way. Um, goodness knows there were runs that ended on the third level just because it's like, oh, I didn't find this one other, like I found no new weapons on this run or there was no armor or like that kind of thing. Um, it's uh, developed and published by Watabu, W-A-T-A-B-O-U, who I yep. think is Russian. Um, and I think it's one of those games where I'm actually going to like... It's out on Android, iOS, Steam for desktop. Um, and I think it's one of those ones where I'm going to like try look at play guides okay, to, sure. help, to help improve my kind of like my runs. 
Um, but yeah, if you're looking for a phone game that just something to fill like five to seven minutes, short bus ride kind of thing. Yeah. Cause not, there's not like, I have my switch with me everywhere I go, but I don't want to pull my switch out in some places. Right. Sure. Like sitting at a bus stop at night. I don't want to have my switch out, but my phone's fine. So yep. it's great for those kind of gaming moments. Okay. So a roguelike. Right. There was a game Here we go. many years ago called Rogue, yep. which was a dungeon crawler that fe- that was top-down, turn-based RPG that featured permadeath. Um, it was floor-based and was complex. If your game features all of those things, it is a roguelike. But if it picks and chooses from different... Like, you know, if it, only ha- if it has permadeath and is like a top-down right, dungeon run, crawler... Run through it again. It has permadeath. Top-down, turn-based, yep. RPG, permadeath, floor-based. It is a roguelike. Okay, cool. Ticks off all of those. Cool. But whereas like a game like uh, um, Rogue Legacy yeah. is always a roguelite. Right. Yep. There we go. Cool. There go. Great. So Pixel Dungeon, great, great little phone-based uh, roguelike that I uh, recommend people check out. I think it's cheap as chips too. It's like three, four bucks. And if I, get, if I got that right, um, sorry, if I got that wrong, uh, write everything you hate about me on an envelope and then mail it up your butt. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So... What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, is that it for John's phone That's corner? John's, we, are, we are hanging up okay, get on out, John's phone corner. Get out of the corner. Right. It's good Come to be back. back. It's time for Levin's uh, co-op. Yeah. What's another part of the room? Uh, roof <laughs> Levens is co-op ceiling Here we go uh, So yeah I have uh, I've had uh, Friends of the show 
um, Tommy Dasilo and Angus Truscott. Oh, nice. Tommy does uh, Filthy Casuals podcasts and uh, Angus, of course, co-hosts Hey Fam with me um, over recently for dinner or podcasting. And uh, we had a moment to sit down and uh, play some games before we recorded. Um, I guess now you and I will be able to do that more because we know that uh, the episodes that we record each week aren't going to be like two and a half hours long. Oh, exactly. So, so we'll actually have a moment to sit down and chill and play some games sure. in the future. That's exciting. Uh, so yeah, I played like a bunch of... Uh, of uh, I'm very curious to find out what. Well, so um, uh, just to keep things devolvery, we'll get the devolver one out of the way because <laughs> uh, I feel like we haven't really spoken about them enough this episode. We, we are not sponsored by devolver people. We just love their games. Yeah, they're great. They're excellent. Um, and, and like, you know, the track record, especially this year, Oh, when you've got like... Uh, in my top five, like Katana Zero and Ape Out are two of my favorite games of the year yeah. so far. And then just outside of it, you have Pikaniku, my friend Pedro. Yep. Um, Greece at the end of last year. Gree, whatever Greece. it was. Oh, Greece, yeah. uh, just come out on mobile. Oh, Unreal. Mobile Perfect. and tablet. So good. But yeah, like, you know, and of course, Hotline Miami. Yeah. So many great games. Yeah. Uh, Downwell. Great, great history. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've and they, they have such a, even though they're a publisher, they have such a massive girth of different developers then all the games are so different so um i always give give the games a shot um this game is one of the most frustrating games i've ever played but right it's a party game okay. it's called heave ho <gasps> right this just came out yeah, yeah and it's called it's been developed by le cartel studio um uh headed off the designs by this guy called frederick quispo and uh it is like a very funny uh pixel art characters that have big long arms and the left uh, trigger button left. What do you? The left bumper sure. is your left hand, and the right bumper is your right hand. And you basically have to use it to like you. You hold on to, to to a surface, then move with the stick as far as you can with your other hand, and then you grab onto the other surface. And so you're maneuvering around from platform to platform. Often the platforms are just like circles or like random rocks in the mm. sky, and it is. The, get, the levels get longer and longer so quickly <laughs> that, like, as soon, if you fuck up, it'll take you, like, right. yeah. you know, like four minutes or whatever to get to the position that you were of this, like, slowly shimmying over. Yeah. When you add multiple players into the mix, I think it supports up to four players. Mm-hmm. Not only can you grab onto the surfaces, but you can grab onto each other. Okay. So if you want to play it as a co-op game, you can just be like, okay, you hold on to me. I'll do this level. Right. Or you can be like, it's a race to the finish. I'm going to fucking destroy you and grab onto you and try and throw you when you let go of things so okay. that I get to the finish line before you do. Heavy. Uh, and when you die, like depending on the color of your character, you fall down and then it spurts that character's color blood all oh, over the platforms. Amazing. So like it'll be like a pretty plain plainly colored platform yeah. at, at first. And then as you die multiple times, it'll be like spray with all these different colors. Nice. Uh, it's really fun. I played, I played maybe like 20 of the levels on, uh, in the Singapore player campaign. And I, I played a few minutes of it with Angus who got extremely frustrated. He was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, with four players and a few drinks in the mix, this could be a very, very fun party game. Hell yeah. Uh, and it's relatively cheap too. I think it's around the $10 mark. Um, which is uh, exactly what this kind of game should be. Sweet. Um, super fun party game, a little fun party experience. Um, I guess similar is also like co-op-wise to Snipper Clips. Okay. But you control your um, your fellow players. Cool. Which is always fun. Um, the week before that, I had Tommy over um, and he and my wife Bianca um, and myself sat down and played like maybe like an hour and a half's worth of various co-op games. Right. Um, so I, and these were like games that I have had on my Switch for so long 
that I've just been like, oh, I, I know that the, I'm sure the single player campaign is pretty good. Um, but I know this is a game that just excels when you play it with multiple players. Sure, sure. Uh, and so the first game was a game called Tricky Towers, um, which okay. came out in 2016. It's on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, Nintendo Switch, and Li- Linux. I, was, I don't know why, why obviously. Linux. Linux from Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Tricky Towers came out on Switch last year, um, and it is a Tetris-style game. Right, okay. Where you have like an island. I remember this. So, so the screen up. So we had three players. So the screen's divided in three sections. We each have an island, and uh, there are uh, Tetris blocks falling from the sky, and you have to balance them um, on your island and create a tower, that, a steady tower that gets as high as you can go. Right. Um, in in like, and it's a race to get as high as you can go while also not putting your blocks too quickly down, so that it, your your tower falls over and you lose all your hard work. Sure. It is so good. Really, it is such a banger of a multiplayer game. Um, it's four; you can play with up to four players. Okay, um, and there's various different modes. One of them, the like kind of stock standard mode, is like there's a line that you have to hit, and once all the players have hit it, the line gets up further, and the one who can get up the furthest is the winner. Okay. Then there's one where you um, you can't drop one single block, or you're out. Right. So you just have to keep. Yeah, and you have to. You also have to build it underneath a certain line okay and once the players once one player hits that line then the timer stops and whoever has put the most blocks in the space between the line and your island is the winner right so it is like encourages different ways of stacking sure um you can also like either aid your own you're like you're you're, you play as like a dude with a on like floating on a cloud with a magic wand and so you can like zap blocks that you don't want every now and then, depending okay. on how well you do, or or fuck up your 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 fellow players by like blowing wind over their way or whatever as well. Right. It's super fun. Yeah. Uh, this is a kind of game. Like, so really I mean, good. one of the my favorite gaming experiences in my life was your Bucks weekend before yeah. before John was married. We um we had a weekend with uh uh what it was like twelve of your friends yeah probably um in a great property on the coast. And uh, I brought my PlayStation 4 and my Switch, and we played Nidhogg 2. Nidhogg 2, Duck Game. Nidhogg 2 and Duck Game, pretty much. Yeah. Nonstop. And yeah. They, they gave a few other games a shot, and I was like, no, 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 go back to Nidhogg. Yeah. Nidhogg 2 in particular was yeah. just like, that is such a perfect, like, you know, drinking party game because even though you can only play as two, two players at once, it is the best in terms of like pass the controller to the next person as soon as you die. And it's I, also it's also great to spectate. Yes, like it's really compelling to spectate. Nidhogg. It's, it's, it's a game where you because um, there's actually one. This is actually one of the games that we played. So I may as well talk about Nidhogg too. Um, it's a, a game where like you you play so the, the, the it's divided in the top half and the bottom half of the screen um, when you are playing si- single player, um, right? But if you're playing solo player, sorry, uh, uh, multiplayer, it's yeah, you, you've just got one screen. Um, and uh, one player tries to get as far as they can from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like divided up in, I think it's five screens all up. Or yeah, because there's, there's a middle screen. There's and a middle screen and then two other screens of contention. Yeah. Maybe maybe seven screens for... Yeah, then the, fi- the final screen. Because they seem really you, long levels. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it, the, the length comes from how easy it is to die or kill. Yes. Like, and it's... You can be on a really good run where you can just run to the uh, to your the other other side of your the um the screen, avoiding attacks from um, all the enemies, um, and also environmental hazards like 
falling on falling into like minces or yeah. like down into a ravine or yeah. into water um or yeah like you you you'll just die like it'll, it'll just go back and forth and neither of you will get any further because you'll yeah. just be like throwing your sword or knife or whatever like various weapons even like there's like bow and arrows in the mix yeah at one point like the original one it was just you just had swords yep but now they've like from Nidhogg 1 to Nidhogg 2, they've like improved the graphics. Yeah, that, was like, that was like an 8-bit game, Nidhogg yeah. 1. And now it's like this really, really gory, gross yeah. 16-bit game. Grotesque kind of art. Um, and again, awesome soundtrack. Yeah, definitely. In Nidhogg fact, 2 soundtrack is amazing. I'm going to close this episode with a song from Nidhogg 2. Hell yes. Um, um, so many good songs on that soundtrack. But yeah, just it's... And match it like... It can be a really quick kind of match... Or I think there are during my bucks there are a couple of like almost twenty to twenty five minute showdowns between people. Yeah, whenever you and I in particular yeah. would, would verse each other, would just be like everyone would be like, oh god, here yeah. we go. But like everyone wanted to walk away, but no one did. Yeah, because <laughs> it's that compelling. Uh, it was developed by Messhoff Games, mm. and um, uh, I think they must have published it too. Right. Um, it's so much fun. I guess it's like a fighting game. Yeah. By genre. Yes, you'd call it. And yeah. um but so I'd played that multiplayer a bunch of times. I'd never played the single player, so when Tommy left and B went to bed, I just I stayed up for like an hour and I, I tried to get through the entire single player campaign. Yeah. Um it's so much fun. Yeah. You just go through all these different um all the different levels and you just have to try and beat them all. Yeah. Like one after the other. It's almost like Street Fighter where it just sends you to the next level, next level, next level. Um I didn't beat it though. I um I bought it and then you need to be internet connected to play. That's why. So it just like, I remember being on a bus, pulling it out and like, hell yeah, I'm going to play some single player Nidhogg. And it's like, where's your internet connection? And I went, oh. So I, um, yeah, I, I was playing it online. Wah. And then I was like, cool, I'm pretty far in. I'm not, not, not many levels left of the single player can- um, campaign. I'm going to turn it off now and re- resume playing it tomorrow on my train. <laughs> and then I was like, dink, you know, internet connection. I was like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's- One day soon. One day soon, I'll... A touch uh, annoying, but sure. Yeah, yeah. One day soon, I'll, I'll, I'll try and get through the entire single-player campaign. Our final game uh, that I want to talk about is... Um, look, we've talked a lot about um, Celeste, which yep. is a game by Matt Makes Games. And, and boy, did he. Yeah, and like, you know, it's an in- incredible uh, platformer with a, with a beautiful story. The game that he played, that he made before it, uh, was a game called Towerfall. Okay. And do you know anything about Towerfall? I know the word Ascension so is associated with it. Towerfall Ascension is the version that I've played. It came to Switch um, uh, at some point mid last year. Okay. Um, and it is a, a fight, another kind of like fighting game um, where you are an archer and you start each level with like two, three arrows and you have to try and uh, shoot everyone else on screen with you. Um, and But the thing about because it's an archery game, if you shoot both of those arrows, you don't have any arrows left. So you have no means of attacking until you run over and pick those arrows back up so you can shoot them. Um, and I played this with Tommy and B. Um, and it was uh, after like how fun and for everyone Tricky Towers was. Um, it just is, it is a game where it is, it, it's a lot more skill based. Sure. And so if someone is like kind of good at it, they just dominate at it. So course, B was like, yeah. fuck this somehow <laughs> after one round. <clears throat> and then, yeah, Tommy and I played for about half an hour and it, it's great, great music. You can actually play as Madeline or Battleline from, right. uh, from Celeste. And when that character wins, it plays like a, like do, 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 um, it's really, really fun. Um, gorgeous art, very similar to Celeste, but a lot darker. Okay. Um, a very medieval kind of theme. Uh, and, uh, you yeah, know, like really fun character design. 
um, and, and great music too. Um, and yeah, but it's a game that I was like, this is really fun with Tommy. Fuck, I wish I had uh, a crew of four people. Actually, you know, you can play up to six people. Oh, hell yeah. So, and I think that, like, I love manic multiplayer games and that this yeah. one really strikes me as one that could just be so fun and insane if you played it with that many people. Hell yeah. Great. Yeah. So uh, that is... Uh, that, that's, the, that's the, my co-op ceiling. Co- co-op ceiling. Co-op ceiling. Levin's co-op ceiling. ceiling John's nice. phone corner. Right. Well, I'll bring it home with one more game. Uh, so, Never Give Up from uh, Massive Monster, as you mentioned earlier, the creators of Adventure Pals. Yep. Uh, so, Never Give Up is a brutally hard platformer. <laughs> It's uh, the game. The game starts with like you're a per- you're, you're like in bed, and suddenly this alarm goes off, and like a metal door in your room opens, and you you have to go in there for some reason. I don't know why, but it puts you in this series. Like someone has gone like you must run this ob- you you must you must run this obstacle course kind of or whatever. Um, haha, I'm gonna kill you, and your character's like not. Nah, Let's do this. Paraphrasing, obviously, it's not that simple. But um, essentially, like, there are various zones. So you start with, like, basement or whatever. And you you go through the first iteration of basement. It's mm-hmm. fairly easy. And then the second one is the exact same course you just run, but with more kind of hazards and stuff added onto it. And then the third one is another iteration on what you've just run. Right. So like, so each each zone is maybe six, seven kind of like six to seven levels long, but each of the level is just a more difficult iteration of the one you've just run. Right. Sure. Which is an interesting, like, it's a kind of cool and interesting way to to set up this sort of thing. So you you are you like each time you go to a new level, you're weirdly familiar with it, but at the same time, you're like, oh shit, this is like that spinning blade wasn't there before or that ceiling mounted gun or something like that. Right. Uh, I think I'm up to like the second or third like set of levels. It's real difficult. Yeah. Like, this is their take on like a meat boy. Style yeah. Thing. It's yeah, very, right. it very much has that meat boy vibe to it. And it was fun. Cause it's funny. Cause like adventure powers, like it's not easy, but like I, I very rarely died in that game. Sure. It's very fun, you know, like beat up platformer. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, this so is just boom, dead immediately. <laughs> like that immediately respawn and then trying again. Pretty much. Yeah. But in the, funnily enough, the same way you were talking about with heave ho, uh, each level starts clean. And then as you die, you, you, you yep. know, just maybe, like, maybe not as explosive in terms of blood, but like blood will get on the level. Just like me boy as well. Yeah. And the blood will stay there for each repetition. Great. as You go through yeah, again, yeah. which is really fun. Really like, it's funny to be like, oh, this is clean when I got here. Yeah, but a Jackson Pollock painting re- that represents your fuck-ups. Yeah, exactly. Um, my, <laughs> my inability to play platformers is so pretty. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if you like a really challenging platformer, the, the, funnily enough, one gripe, and it's because I'm such a story guy, is that as you're running through the levels, your character's kind of having dialogue with the person who's trapped them in these levels. Right. Where it's like, whoa, you will, like, why didn't you die there? And your character's like, oh, because I'm, you know, whatever. But because you're so focused on the gameplay and trying not to die, I kind of missed all the dialogue. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, right, sure. Like, it'd be fun if there was in between each of, like, as when you finish a level, have, like, a couple of lines exchanged between you and thing and then go into the next one rather than during the action 
doing yeah. those little bits of but look, not it, even not even story, but just like world building kind of thing. It is good to know that like that's like it would be so much worse if that was like uh, distracting while you were sure. trying to do a very precise platforming level. So it is fun to be like this is an optional thing that you can see if you want to fuck up your level instead of doing it. That is that is true. I guess yeah. I was. I, there were times where I'm like, wait, something's happening I'm right in the middle of it. Oh god. Okay, fine. Dead. I think when you die, though, it goes away. So it's not like you can't even be like, okay, I've died. I'll just take a quick look now. Like, damn, it's gone. Yeah. But yeah, if 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 you are a platforming nut, then definitely check out I Never believe, Give Up. I believe I identify as one of those. Oh, wow. Um, cool. That's, that, is, that is it for yeah. this week. Uh, another fine episode, John. And another, like uh, the... The barrage of games coming very soon. It's I, think I, I, get to, I get to talk about Creature in the Well next week, which is very exciting. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. It's it's going to be a crazy rest of the year, and I'm very happy to spend it with you talking, talking about indie games. games. That's right. Hell yeah. Just any games, bro. Just small, indie small games. ones. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash all the small games, or on Twitter at all the small game. Uh, we're individually at sixteen tacos for John, at Lev Dog for me, um, and if you. Uh, Want to hear more of me? I got all the podcasts out so there. So many podcasts. Uh, hey, fam, is my podcast with the aforementioned Angus Truscott, uh, which uh, I should re- recommend. We've been talking about heaps of games lately. Yeah, uh, big ones though. Yes, Mostly, a lot of, lot of no, fire. And nothing one. but big. And Astral Chain is around the corner as well. Um, and uh, I've got one about comic books as well called Serious Issues. Mm. So check those out. Should you feel that way inclined? We're going to end the show with uh, a song by Mux Mool. From the Nidhogg 2 soundtrack This song is called Fog Hat Leg Hat uh, And if you'd like to recommend a, a song for us to end on In yeah. the future Or even recommend a game for us to play The best way to get in touch with us Is all the small games At gmail.com I love hearing from you Email us please Easy See you next time everybody Enjoy those games Bye guys
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.